Our scripture reading this morning is going to come from John chapter 1, uh, verse 35 through 42. I invite you to open up your Bibles with me there. John chapter 1, verse 35 through 42. Uh, This is uh, our first sermon series, our first Sunday, at least in the sermon series, uh, in our summer in the scriptures, uh, which is, you know, throughout the course of the scripture, uh, throughout the course of the summer, uh, we're going to be reading in the scriptures from John and Acts. Uh, we got reading set up for each week. This past week, it was John chapter one through five. Uh, and so next week will be John six through nine. So if you're, if you're participating, if you're following along, uh, then that's where we'll be this coming week. There's guides in the back to help you follow along with where we'll be at each week, what the, what the readings will be uh, in our summer reading groups, which I would highly encourage you to be a part of one. Uh, they'll be discussing those readings. So this past week, we were reading John 1 through 5, our uh, summer reading groups talked about, you know, how is God speaking to us as we're reading John 1 through 5. This coming week, they'll be talking about John 6 through 9. If you're not a part of one, uh, there are groups that will meet on Sunday mornings. So the 930 group and a 1045 group. Uh, there's also a Tuesday at 1 p.m., uh, Tuesday at 630 p.m. Those are good opportunities to join a group. Uh, Wednesdays at 6 p.m., there's a, a group we'll be reading reading through the scriptures together Thursday morning at 730 uh, for men only. Sorry, women, uh, if you, you could create your own group at that time, but this one's for men only. Uh, and then uh, 10 o'clock is another kind of co-ed open group on Thursdays. Uh, each of those are great opportunities to, to connect around God's word, to build our relationships, to build our foundation, uh, our grounding uh, of ourselves as individuals and as a community in God's word. And so I invite you to be a part of one. Uh, and so since this past week's readings were John 1 through 5, uh, our scripture reading this morning comes from uh, those, those chapters. And the hard thing about this is, is, you know, these five chapters are probably some of my favorites, right? They've got some of those stories that, that we all just know. If you've been a part of the church for a long time, if you grew up in the church, you know these stories, right? Jesus turning the water into the wine. Uh, Jesus meeting with the Samaritan woman. And we see these, these powerful stories of what he's doing. Uh, but I think in all of them, my favorite is, is John chapter 1. I think I've read John 1 more than any other uh, chapter in the whole book of the Bible because it's just so full of things. And whenever I read it, whenever I, I study, whenever I look at it, there's always a, a new way, a fresh way that I feel like God is, is speaking to me. And that's why in your bulletins, it says John chapter one, verse six through eight, because when I was planning out this series, it was, we were looking and thinking and planning, uh, we were going through the middle of our reveal study and it was talking about witnessing and sharing our faith, spreading the story of Jesus. And those verses resonated with me because in John one, six through eight, it tells us about this guy named John who was was sent from God and it says that he came to testify to the light. He himself was not the light, but he was giving testimony to the light that was coming into the world. And, and it really caught my attention because here's this person who his, his whole story, uh, who he is as a character within this story has one purpose and that's to point to Jesus. And I was like, that's, that's such an awesome thing that we could think about within our own lives as well. And then as you continue to read through John one, you see John the Baptist, he, he's pointing at Jesus, always saying, you know, there he is. He's the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. There he goes. Look, it's the lamb of God. Later on uh, in, uh, in, the, in the readings, he says, you know, he must increase and I must decrease. And I was like, you know, that's such a powerful and moving way of, of thinking through our life as followers of Jesus. That we're always pointing to him. 
But then this past week, uh, in our summer reading groups, as, as we were reading through these chapters, as these passages, uh, one more time, uh, the verses this morning uh, just really caught me as a great way of entering into our summer in the scriptures. And so I'm going to invite you to hear these words um, and to hear what Jesus is saying as, as though he's speaking to us. Uh, not just to the people in the story, but that Jesus is actually speaking to you and me as we read this together. So this is John chapter 1, beginning in verse 35. So it says, The next day, uh, John the Baptist again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? Jesus said to them, come and see. So they came and they saw where he was staying and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. And one of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Uh, This is the word of God for us, the people of God. And say thanks be to God. So John, uh, he's kind of standing out and he says, Hey, look, there goes Jesus. And a couple of people that are hanging out with him who have been following him, who are participating in his ministry, A couple of those people who are around John, they decide to go and check out and see what John is talking about. And and so they go and they begin to follow Jesus. And this image in my mind is is pretty interesting because I see Jesus just walking down the road. And then there's two people that are just following behind him like this. Like in my head, it looks like they're about to mug him. Like there's something about to go on. And so Jesus is kind of... He's kind of feeling this, you know, hey, there's people here. He turns and he, and he says to them, you know, what are you looking for? Like, what, what's going on, guys? What, what's taking place? They ask him, where are you staying? Which is just kind of an interesting question because I'm not really sure why that would be a question that anybody would ask. I'm following you. I want to know where you're staying. But Jesus' response, Jesus' response, I believe, is, is one of these answers these invitations that come at us in life, that come at us at, at different points within our lives, uh, where he's, he's not just telling us, like, come and see the place where I'm actually staying. But he's inviting them to take a step deeper into their relationship with him. Saying, if you want to know what I'm all about, if you want to see who I am, if you want to know, like, I, I can't just tell it to you. You've got to come and see. You've got to take a step closer. I can't just explain it all. I can't lay it out for you. Uh, You've got to come and follow me. You've got to walk with me. You've got to be a part of what I'm doing. And it's not just for a short time. It's for an extended amount of time. Jesus tells them, come and see. and And he speaks that same word to each of us. Come and see. It's an invitation not just to to hear a story, but it's an invitation to relationship. An invitation that tells us there's more to know, more to discover, more to take in than what a single moment or conversation can contain. 
Jesus isn't trying to lay it all out at one, at one point in time. I, I think if he were to try to explain it all at one point, it would, it would confuse us. It would blow our minds. It would be more than what a single conversation could contain. It, it's not something that could be boiled down into a catchy slogan or even 10 steps to a better life. It doesn't fit in a Facebook post or in a TikTok video. Jesus' invitation to come and see is, is really a life choice to follow after him. To, to see what's going on, to experience it within our day-to-day lives, what it means to follow after him. And so rather than explaining it all, rather than describing and talking about where he's staying and what it looks like to be a part of his disciples, Jesus says, come and see. Come and, and look at the life that I'm living, the things that I'm doing. Come and be part of it because it's only going to make sense as you try to live it out within your own lives. And I love that this invitation to come and see, it's not just for these two disciples who, you know, are on the verge of mugging Jesus, uh, but it's an invitation to us as well. It's an invitation for us as we read through the book of John to see what Jesus's life is all about. It's an invitation for us in our day-to-day lives to enter into this connection, this relationship with him, where we are investing ourselves in knowing who he is. Being connected with him at a different level to see what he's all about and what it means for us. And what we see in John's gospel is that this invitation to come and see goes out to everybody. It's an invitation for people who don't have things figured out just right. It's an invitation for people who have maybe made a few mistakes in their lives. It's an invitation for people who are struggling, an invitation for people who normally don't get invited to things. It's, a, it's an invitation for people who've made a mess out of life. And it's an invitation for people who think they've got it all figured out. Right? Jesus is inviting everybody to come and see. Come and see what my life is like. Come and see what this life is all about. You know, later on in John, Jesus is talking with some people and he, he describes himself as being the way and the truth and the life. So as he's inviting us to come and see, he's inviting us to come and to know this way for ourselves, to to learn the way that he is leading us, that he's inviting us to walk, to know the truth that he's telling us by seeing what it looks like when it's lived out, to have the life that he is uh, giving us by offering our lives to him. And it's an invitation for us, whether you have been following Jesus your whole life or whether You're not following Jesus at all. The invitation is still to come and see, to to come and and experience what it is to know him, to know him at at a more deeper level than what we do even at this point. For those who are newer to church or newer to Jesus, it's an invitation to come and just check him out, to come and see what it's like, what his life is like, what he has to offer us, the the goodness, his grace, his mercy, his peace, his love, and his joy, to begin living it out as we're walking with him and see if it doesn't make our lives good. It's an invitation for those of us who've been following him for a long time to, to take that next step. To listen once again for that calling of where he's inviting us to share in his life and to share in his ministry. Perhaps it's an invitation to take a step of faith that we've been a little bit anxious about, a little bit nervous about, that we're unsure of, but we know that it's Jesus who's inviting us to go there. You know, uh, somebody who, who answered that invitation or that calling this week, I'm not going to tell who they are because they don't want to know, they don't want their name being shared, but we were talking about this reveal study uh, over the past several weeks, and somebody actually put it into practice in their life. They said they were in this situation at work, 
and uh, there was something that was going on, and they wanted to just get out of it, to go into a different place, but felt the Holy Spirit say, stay here. So they just stayed. Uh, As uncomfortable as it was for them to stay in that place, not knowing what was going to happen next, uh, the person said they felt the Holy Spirit's nudging, and so they just stayed where they were. As they stayed there, this co-worker uh, who had been going through a lot, after a few moments, just began to talk and talk and talk. And so this person who's a part of our church listened. Uh, and as they're listening, just praying the whole time, God, help me know what to say. God, help me know what to say. Help me know what to say. And when the time came, when it was finally time to speak, just kind of talked about how their faith had been an important part of their life. It, it talked about what Jesus did within her life. And, and as she shared it with this coworker, the coworker just kind of said, you know what, you, I've, I've always been uh, amazed at your faith and, and watching you. And, and we don't know exactly where the story ends or where it goes. But this person took that step of faith. It's where Jesus was inviting them to come and see if I won't give you the words to say. Come and see if you don't listen to the Holy Spirit. If there'll be an opportunity to plant some seeds, to, to offer some hope or some strength to somebody else who needs it. There's a step for each of us to take as Jesus is inviting us to come and see. Whether it's that first step in drawing close to him or whether that's the thousandth step of walking through life with him. It's an invitation for each of us to see what he's all about. And and this summer I would invite you to, to hear that invitation to come and see and to dive deep into God's word as we read through John and Acts together. To, to get involved in a group where you can share what you're reading, what God is saying is you're reading scripture and to hear how God is speaking into other people's lives. I gain so much when I hear what God is saying to other people as well as what he's saying to me. And so I would invite you to be a part of that as an opportunity to come and see. And this morning... You know, we get an opportunity to celebrate uh, those who are being confirmed, some who are being baptized for the first time. In their lives, they're answering this invitation that Jesus gave them to come and see. And confirmation is not the end of the journey. You invested your time, you invested some energy to learn the faith, but this isn't the end of the journey. Uh, Jesus' invitation to come and see is an ongoing invitation that you experience throughout your life. An invitation that, that never goes away, an invitation that never gives up. And even at some point in life, if something happens and you fall away, that invitation is still there. It's always there to come and see and know him, to experience his grace once again in your life. And so for those of us as a church who are gathered this morning, I would invite us, as we are celebrating those being confirmed and baptized, to remember our own baptism, to remember what Christ has done for us, the grace that he has brought within our lives, the way that he's transformed us, and to recommit ourselves to him once again, to hear that invitation to come and see and to take that next step along with him. Uh, let us pray together this morning. Gracious and almighty God, uh, we give you thanks Uh, for the ways in which you continue to invite us closer unto yourself. We thank you that as we follow you, we do find your way uh, to be the way that leads to life. As we follow you, as we come to know you, uh, we know that the, the, the truth that you share with us is the truth of all of this world. It's the truth that leads to life. And so, Lord, we pray that as we follow you, that your life might become ours, that uh, your your peace, your hope, your love and joy would fill us as we follow you each step along life's way. So Lord, again, meet us here today. Give us faith not only for this moment, 
but in our Monday through Saturday lives as well. We might be strengthened and renewed. We might share with others the good news of what you've done for us. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.